This is your host, Shinkuro Gaijin, aka the G-Man. And we're back with episode 59. This one, it's a special one to me. This is a personal favorite. And in the top thousand, we're gonna have a few of our own selection that nobody knows. So, before I introduce that song, before any other big chunky phantoms in hip-hop such as Rick Ross, Biggie, Big Punch, Chub Rock, Evie Biz Mikey, Fat Joe, Action Branson, and many others, they were the Fat Boys. This one is from the Fat Boys, a 1987 joint from the album Crushing, and it's called Falling in Love. Originality. What makes those songs so original? In 87, to have a rap song about love was simply damn original. I played this song over and over on my most prized possession, my yellow Sony Sports Walkman. I could relate to this song mostly because during that summer of 87, I was in Boston for summer vacation and I was a big bone teen of 13 years old falling in love with the greatest girl I've met at Baskin Robbins in Madison Square on Blue Hill Avenue during my summer vacation. This summer was a summer of memories. The song itself is amazing. It's a nostalgic choice for me. It's simply a marvelous rap love song. Buffy's part is the best when he declares love to this girl by saying I love you while beatboxing. Simply amazing and beautiful. The song had no video. I wish there was one. Because if it was, it would have been known better or had better promotion, you know? For these reasons, for originality, you know, I had to go with a perfect score of five. To me, it deserves a five, you know. Delivery, lyrics, and flow. About this one, the song's lyrics are simple but awesome. I miss those days when raps like this try to teach you a lesson about real-life situations. To me, Crushing was their best album ever, lyrically and musically. The song's lyrics are not on a technical level of Iraqian, Big Daddy King, Jay-Z or Nas, but has an impact as a non-straightforward song. As a hip-hop quotable, I went for this one. Falling in love is a serious thing to do. Before you fall in love, make sure that love is true. What a way to start a song with a strong message. It became a classic hook, you know? As a quotable, I went with three verses, you know, because the first one was Prince Mikey D, and I had to go with the whole verse. Now, falling in love and all that great, there's always a certain kind of risk to take, like hanging out tough, just you and the crew, and then time be spent with you know who, talking on the phone with the one you love, sticking it real close like a hand in a glove, devoting your time to the one you want, and she's always winning and she won't front, living like you want to be all alone with your mind in the trends of the twilight zone. Love is depth, there's no doubt, but this is what love is really about. Now, that's really straightforward and simple, you know? In 87, lyrics were not too long, it was short. That was a full verse, you know, compared to nowadays. But it was a real, real good one. Verse 2, I had Cool Rock Ski, and it goes like, 
Now Kim is a girl I like to like, a sweet young thing, the girl is hot. She said she wanted me to be her guy, so I took the chance and gave it a try. Bought her everything like there was nothing to it, but Buff was telling me, cool, don't do it. See, I was so blind and couldn't see that Kim was burning around on me as she slept with Tony, then with Ice. She even slept with Mark and Money Mike. When I heard this, I was so upset just to hear her name, man. I regret. I even took time to spend the time with a girl like that who wasn't mine, but I'll keep on searching till I find a girl who wants to be all mine. And when I do, let me tell you, I won't fall in love unless it's true. Yo, that was marvelous. That was marvelous. And verse 3 is again Prince Marky D. Now a skeezer is a skeezer and a freak is a freak because I was all about freaking every day last week. Me and her going out eating lobster and shrimp, Louis Vuitton, Gucci gown, and my gangster lip. Pockets filled to capacity, the casual was full. We started out about 7 and we ate until. We'd always go to her house, the music played so soft. Then in a week of a night, her clothes were off. Then I finally realized how I loved this girl. But the next thing she said, cool, rock my world. She made it real clear that I was not a man. All I was to her was a one night stand. Oh, that was harsh, that was harsh, you know? Also, we can forget Buffy talking all through the song to this girl on the phone conversation. And then at the end, him beatboxing the word, I love you to the girl with the, <laughs> with the beatboxing. Amazing song, man. Amazing. For a fun fact, the group was briefly known originally as the Disco Tree. It was composed of Prince Marky D, Buff Love, and may they rest in peace, both passed away too soon. And the only surviving member, Cool Rocksky. On May 23, 1983, they won the hip hop contest entitled Coca Cola and WBLS present the Tin Pen Apple After Dark Dance and Rap Contest with the song Stick Him. So that's when they started in the game. There was no quoted lyrics, so I had to go old school style. I had to stop, rewind, stop, rewind every line and write them down. And for this reason, I went with a score of. 3.5 out of 5. For production and beat, what music is good or bad? It's a basic beat. No no sample reference back at a time where beats were simply made with instruments, a drum machine and keyboards, you know? Before the game changed with the likes of EPMD with a classic heavy sample first LP strictly business, they changed the game. But before that, it was simple basic. Producers about the song, the song was arranged by Edison Electric. These are main arrangement, mixer, producer, engineer credits are for Whitney Houston, The Fugees, Born Americans, Mike Cobra, Shabarangs, The Bush Babies, Biz Mikey, British Sensation rapper Miss Dynamite, Perry Jones, the daughter of Orman Juicy Jones, you know, I saw you walking in the rain. And his most successful joints were producing, remixing, and mastering credits for Tony Braxton's You're Making Me High remixes and Mr. Mark Morriston's Return of the Max single. Quite a record track he has, Mr. Edison Electric. And the song was also produced by none other than Van Gibbs. And who's Van Gibbs? He's the father of the acclaimed producer Salam Remy, you know, from the Fugees. He gets credits as a producer and he gets credits also as instrument, performance, writing and arrangement on over 129 songs in his career. His most notable credits are for Curtis Blow, 
DJ Chuck Chillout and Cool Cheap, Angie Martinez with Dynamite in Rap, Mystique, Santana, Justone in R&B, Petro and Mega Benton for Reggae. A fun fact, in 1990, Marky D left the group to pursue solo interests, which included producing many early tracks for Maria Carey and Mary J. Blige, which included a classic debut single, Real Love. And for this reason, for beats and production, I came out with a 3.75. Relevance and longevity. Did it stand the test of time? If so, how? It did not. No one remembers this song except my brother and Mr. Ron in my entourage, sadly. It's a definite classic song. Even old school radio shows or even play lost and forgetting classic like this one. Be on the lookout for a new playlist formats and channels coming soon with different song lists because we have to have a medium to put these kind of songs. There's always the same hits, 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 what commercial, what people knows, but there's a lot of so many rap songs that are classic and has to be discovered. The song charted in US Billboard Hot R&B Hip Hop Songs as number 16, wow. And it was also remixed as an extended long version mix version. It's the same beat and same verses, but at the end you have a lot more conversation between Buffy and the girl laughing and giggling and everything. A fun fact, the Fat Boys had a lot of milestones in music as rappers. They were the first to record beatboxing on wax. They were part of the first corporate sponsored rap concert, Russell Simmons Fresh Store in 84, financed by Swatch Watch, the Swiss company. And they were also one of the first to have an appearance in many movies before Kid and Play. Like, they had appearance in Crush Groove in 85, in Nights in the City in 1986, and Disorderlies in 1987. They guarded every video rotation on MTV with their hits Wipeout, Louie Louie, and The Twist. One of the first rap groups to tour in Europe, recorded a theme song for a major horror movie series, A Nightmare on Elm Street 4, The Dream Master in 88, with Mr. Freddy Krueger. And the first rap group to have an endorsement deal with Squatch Watch Company. Two years before Run DMC had a deal with Adidas. Whoa, really slept on group. Because don't forget, Run DMC was an American deal, but the Swatch was an European deal. So it was before that. So for relevance and longevity, oof, I had to go with a 1.75 out of 5. As for impact, oh, this is impact hip-hop culture. The song's impact on hip-hop is not at all recognized. After Wilderness One Love in 86, a song that I didn't feel much lyrically, until Nas remade it, but on with his own flavor. Falling in Love was the first real rap ballad, along with LL Cool J's 87 hit I Need Love, another one that made our top thousand list, be on the lookout for it. The impact is limited to real hip-hop purists such as I. The impact of the Five Boys was also immortalized first by Chris Rock in the movie Boomerang in 1988 and subsequently in a famous lyric by Jay-Z and the song Heart of the City Ain't No Love from the acclaimed 2001 The Blueprint album, another classic album. When he quoted, he said, first the Five Boys break up, now every day I woke up somebody got a problem with hope. That was simply marvelous. The Fat Boys are largely overlooked in the pantheon of hip-hop legends. They should write a book or make a movie on all their achievements, you know? All the producers out there, you know, somebody gotta pull this this out, you know? For Kowalski could help you out. He's still alive, you know, you have to take the opportunity. A fun fact, 
Freddie the Man, who was Madonna's manager in 84, wanted to book the Beastie Boys and the Fat Boys as opening acts for Madonna's The Virgin Tour. He asked Russell Simmons who didn't manage the Fat Boys if they were available, and Russell lied and said they were booked already and proposed his group instead Run DMC. But Run DMC was too expensive and the man only signed the Beastie Boys. Shady Simmons, man. He could have contacted the Fat Boys but instead wanted to plug his own bands. What if the Fat Boys had gone on tour with Madonna? You know, it would have helped them more. But it's a shady business, you know. People think about themselves. And for impact, for all this reason, I went with a 3.25. As a total score, I had a 17.25 out of 25. And it came out with a 69% for the Fat Boys Falling in Love. This was episode 59. And don't forget, you can follow us on 40 Years of Hip Hop on our IG, Instagram. Or you can check out my personal Instagram. It's uh, at the G-Man for the years of hip-hop. So it's T-H-E-G-M-A-N 40-Y-O-H-H. And IG, it's for the years of hip-hop, the whole world. You have to type it. So go check it ourselves. Our new postings, we hot, we volume three, we back again. Peace in my hearty 5,000. Thank you for listening.